Hello, baby. Hey, are my glasses on straight? I don't know if your eyebrows are crooked or if they're crooked because you have that scar in your eyebrows. Because I have a scar in my eyebrows, it makes me crooked. That's hard to tell, Sean. My uh, glasses aren't crooked, just my face. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. And this is episode 159. Is it? Or 60. Sorry we missed you guys last week. We have a hard time getting this filmed earlier in the week. Mm. Even this time, because I was like, oh, this week we'll film on Tuesday, and then we'll film another one, so we're ahead. Um, This morning was a little frazzly. I'm just going to start things off. Sure. Our dog has... So she had all her rashes. They put her on Apoquil to help with said rashes and an antibiotic, and I think it was too intense for her. Yeah. It's weird, because she's a middleweight. Yeah, because she's like 56 pounds, and 50 is usually the cutoff for anything. So she's just like a little bit bigger. So they give her like one and a half of everything. Mm -hmm. But I think... It should be like one and a quarter. I'm not a doctor. But maybe just one. I only play one on TV. I mean. I know. You know? So it made her little lips are all raw and red and her butt is raw and red. I picked her up from the... Her bottom hole. The vet and she looked like she was wearing lipstick. From the boarding, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and we were... She'd been on the antibiotic and the Apoquil for like four days before we dropped her off. But then, you know how... Even for adults or for humans, when we go on to antibiotics, it can wreck your stomach. That's one of the side effects sometimes because you have good gut bacteria and bad gut bacteria. You got to balance it. You got to have the antibiotics and the probiotics and yep. the prebiotics yep. and All the, the uh, postbiotics. So anyway, so I don't know how she's doing, but we called the vet to let them know and to see. So I didn't give her a medicine this morning. Mm. Yeah, I, I, wait. Think, I think she's done with it. Yeah, it I, it worries me. And she's not sleeping well. Last night she was like licking herself all night, probably because her bottom hole hurts. And I don't know how to help her. Yeah. So that's poopy parlance and puppy parlance together. Okay. Kind of. But anyway, I feel bad for her. And it's a thing that sucks. And I'm sure parents who have little kids who don't talk yet feel the same way, but they can't tell you. So you're like, I don't know what's wrong with you. And like, I don't know how you're feeling. You know, and you just feel bad for them. But she has really snoozed under your chair right now. And I think it's because she didn't sleep last night. She's all hopped up on the medicine. So, yep, we'll hop down on yeah, the medicine. We'll, we'll bring her into the doctor and we'll see what's up. Yep, we'll get it squared away. But so that frazzled me this morning because then I had to walk her and we had the people. We have people actually working in the studio. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I got up with them this morning. What, what time do you show up at? Like 8 30. 30. Yeah. yeah. Went to talk to him for a little bit mm-hmm. and um, he's eager to go. I love it when someone is eager to do their job. Mm-hmm. He showed up and he was all, you know, he had all the. The drywall. We're at the drywall stage, guys. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. I feel like we've been talking about this forever. Well, it's been over a year. Yes. Um, A frustrating year, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Or not nonetheless, but more than less. More than less. More than less. (laughs) I'm Mm nonplussed about the whole situation. But it feels like we're getting closer to the the finish line. Yeah. So I'm excited. I know. Me too. But I'm tentatively excited. I hate Mm -hmm. to get too excited because I've been let down in the past. Right. Where they'll have somebody show up for like a week and we'll be like, yes, and we're only like a couple weeks away from finishing. And then nobody shows up and then they show up for like half a day. You ever watch Peanuts? The cartoon by Schultz? Snoopy? Oh, you mean Snoopy. Uh-huh. It, well, Peanuts is the name of the cartoon, yeah? I think the original cartoon, but it was Charlie Brown. Yeah, Charlie Brown's a main character. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, you know when he's out in the field? And he's got his football, and then Lucy holds it, and he's going to kick it. Yes. And then she pulls it away every time. Ah, I'm Charlie Brown. I should start wearing a Charlie Brown shirt every day until this thing's done. Until this is finished. Yeah, because I feel like we keep getting kind of bamboozled. Yeah. 
it sounds like this happens to everyone with construction projects. I know even our buddy who's an architect and like works with like big time things. Big time. He's like, oh, that's just construction. And we're like, Scott, no. <laughs> I hate construction. Right. I hate. He's like, yeah. I mean, it just is. Everybody says that. Even my mom. Yeah. She's like, just was it it? How tack it on six months to your project. If it's a small project, if it's a large project, tack on one year, double the amount it's going to cost you. And then um, plan Ours to hasn't hire. doubled the amount, thank God. No, like, I'm pretty strict about house. it. I remember my grandfather, or stories about my grandfather. Mm -hmm. He never told me this, so it might not be so, true. But I heard from. Family fables, as it were. Family. Here's a new segment. <laughs> family fables. Mm -hmm. I remember. So I don't know if you know this, but the house in Terban mm -hmm. that um, my, uh, my dad and his siblings grew up in. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was not the original family house. Okay. When they first moved to Quebec, they moved to, I believe, Mascouche. Okay. And then from Mascouche, um, once business was going well for my grandfather, we called him Pippi. When business was going well, then he had a house built. So he, he okay. bought a little parcel and of land. And where's Mascouche? I don't even know where that... You've mentioned it periodically, but is it out way out of the city or something? Mascouche is just next to Terban. Terban was like a small... And oh, that's like fancy. You called me out on something. Hmm. Uh yeah, he does something. He just did it. That's why. I know. I was like, oh, no, I just did it. I didn't used to do it. I used to say <clears throat> French words with an English accent. Mm. But now that I'm so far away, sometimes I will throw in a French word with a French accent just to, you know, but, for a little flavor of home. But Sean, get t like the joke, especially in Los Angeles, because we have a ton of Spanish speaking people there and there's a ton of Spanish words like roads, cities, things like that. When people are talking, like, you know, Natalie, Natalie Gutierrez is like, let's say she's like your, I don't know, traffic person. She'll say certain words in a Spanish accent because she's Spanish speaking and everything like, else is an English accent. Like I would say the word sepulveda. Mm -hmm. no, 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 la tijera. Mm -hmm. la, la tijera. La tijera. Or, you know, like uh, Mission Viejo. I guess. So it's all in perfect anyway, English. And yeah. then they get to the, the Spanish word. And they just, they roll the R's and mm -hmm. they, it sounds so separate. Yeah, so different. Like that and one word stands alone. And Sean would always joke. He's like, and then, you know, they talk about something like Latin American off. related. And they'd be like, and this is Natalie Gutierrez. Like things just all of a sudden sound different. We would always joke about it. And he does it. But I didn't know I does it. <laughs> I does it good. He does it all he the time. He does it for the French. Yeah. The French. I didn't realize that I was doing that. You just said, usually said Terbun, but just then you said Terbun, like yeah. in a funny thing. I don't know why. I'm missing mm. home. Mm -hmm. Maybe, mm. maybe because we haven't been back. Right. Also, you know who does that is oh. uh, Giada de Laurentiis. Oh, Giada. Mm -hmm. Giada? That's Giada de Laurentiis. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but if you watch the Food Network, she's, mm -hmm. she's, she's speaking. Like, Parmigiana Reggiano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> English and then she switches into Italian and I always thought oh she's just like being hoity-toity and uh hoity-toity there's a word huh uh -huh. I met Two her once even. I met Jada she's like a lollipop person mm -hmm. big head small body That's but she how you... was so nice I was remember when I was getting physical therapy on my chicken wing accident she was going into the same building so it's like doctor's offices acupuncture or whatever and I was walking out the front or whatever and she i saw her and i was like and it was raining in la i remember because we were like she had a hood on or whatever and i was had my umbrella and um i was like oh my god i'm a huge fan and she's like oh thanks that's so sweet or whatever and she's like what's your name and she introduced she was super friendly and i'm sure she's like whatever but people don't have to be nice and she was yep and uh that's appreciated right yeah
There was I I love Cora. Does anybody else like Cora? Cora the website. Yes, Cora the website. Cora. Q U Cora. Cora. Q U R A. Is that offensive? I don't know. No, it's um, not offensive. We're talking. I know, but Cora, they have because they know what you click through and what you read and things like that. The emails they send to give you like, here's what people are chatting about. Get better and better and better. Like more curated to your taste. And so I have recently, I went down a rabbit hole so they keep sending me more things like this, but it's like celebrities that are friendly, celebrities that aren't friendly. So the best, the kindest celebrity on a set, like all that kind of thing. I don't know why. I can't not click. I'm always curious. Like is Tom Cruise rude on set? I want to know. Inquiring minds like I want to know. And one recently was this woman who did the craft tables for sets. If you guys don't know what a craft table is, it's like the food. They essentially take care of all of your breakfast, lunch, coffees, whatever you want. They make sure that everything's laid out for you. Um, They're really important piece of the set. I don't want to call it the set, but what would you say? Staff. Yeah. Yeah. The set. Anyway, um, this woman, that was her job. And so they said, who was someone that you admired and when you met them, you were disappointed. Mine's David Spade. You got, you guys know that. I think I've talked about that before. I'm such a jerk. Um, never meet your, you know, your idols, they say. And she was a huge fan of Marlo Thomas. And Marlo Thomas is now like, I don't know, like what, 90 years old or 85 or something. I don't even know the name. You don't. Who's Marlo Thomas? Oh, she's like a famous actress. She'd been. in uh, What's her name? You know, she was um, in that film, uh, whatchamacallit. No, she's been in a lot of. So Marlo Thomas, her name was Margaret Julia Marlo Thomas, born in, oh, she was in That Girl, Free to Be You and Me. Um, she had a Peabody Award. She, she's just, she says Jude's Research Hospital, you know, she's like, welcome, St. Jude's needs your help. She's on all their commercials. Nope. Oh. Not ringing a bell. <laughs> okay. I'll have uh, to show you a picture of her because then you'll be like, oh. Nope. Does not look familiar. But whoa, that's a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah, there's a lot of plastic surgery. E, that's probably why she's not familiar. She's also 85 years old. Um, anyway, I guess Sean doesn't know who she is, but I know who she is. This woman was saying that she was a huge fan of Marlo Thomas because of, I think, Free to Be You and Me or something else she'd seen her in. And she was so excited she was going to be on set and she was doing the craft table. And she Marlo Thomas couldn't have been more disrespectful or rude. And she even tried to get the lady kicked out because she... I don't know. She she was like the only female. Would you think females would be like, go get them? Mm. She was like, rude, out. Mm. Um. Anyway, and then she was so rude to this woman that when that show was over, she was moving on to another show and she asked the rest of that woman's team, but not her, I'd love for you guys to join me. And they were like, no, no thanks. Because you're such a dickwad. That's the rule of OTDM land. There's no dickwads. Mm. Marlo so Thomas. A, Marlo Thomas, dickwad. She can't hang out with us. No, no thanks. But anyway. Well, yeah. that's going to make this next segment really awkward. I booked Mar- Marlo Thomas for this night. Everyone, a round of applause for Marlo Thomas. You don't remember what your buttons are to go. No, I don't have them set to oh, record. Gotcha. So I, um, I'll just fill it in later in post. I'll fix it in post, they say. But you didn't even know who she was. So. No. You know. She's just Which would old. make it even more awkward if I booked someone who I don't know. Well, she's an older actress. Obviously, she's 85 now. So it's not like she's that active. It's not that old. But, but she also came from a family of actors and actresses. I forget who her parents were, but so she was like a spoiled kid, kind of got her way. Hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's disappointing. It costs you nothing to be nice to people. This is true. Don't be a dickwad. Rule number one. Right. 
Anyway. So going back to Terbon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got totally <laughs> sidetracked with random things. No, it's okay. Uh, the only thing is I just want to wrap up that story is that... This should be called the Tangential Podcast. Right. <laughs> All those things in life that are tangential. Mm, something, something, good. something. That's we'll good. You can work on it. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather, Pippi, mm-hmm. he built the family home. Oh, Not and- by hand, though. He he worked in the construction industry, and therefore he hired people to build the house. That, okay, uh, but he, he didn't build kids. the home. No. He was just on site a lot to make sure that things don't go awry, which all of my friends who built homes or been part of that say you have to do. Yeah, he he, he have to looked be at everything and mm-hmm. he, he measured everything and, you know, um, made sure that it was, and the house was built so solidly. Growing up, mm-hmm. I used to love going to the house and exploring all the nooks and crannies, but mm-hmm. it was it was really well built. It was a brick house. She's a brick house. house. <laughs> Many years <laughs> later, I was like, I wasn't thinking about women. I was thinking about that house, you know? It's, uh, it was so well built. <laughs> I always think of a house. I never think of a woman when I hear that song. No. Look at that girl. She's a brick house. I know. Why would you say that? She's naughty, naughty. <laughs> or mighty naughty. What is it? I don't... I have to look up the lyrics. Continue talking about Terban. Oh, that's it. That, that house terban. was just so well built. And I believe it's because he, uh, one, understood construction. And two, um, he watched and spoke with the people on site all the time and made sure that they were mm-hmm. doing things properly. And if you're not watching them, you're probably being robbed is what I've come to the conclusion because she's mighty, mighty, just letting it all hang out. She's uh. a brick house. <laughs> Ow. That lady stacked and that's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Right. Well, anyways, I just wanted to recap that story. It uh, That house will probably be staying there long after the other houses in the neighborhood are you know washed away by the elements yeah no it's interesting like my friend sarah parker's house i grew up um around her dad was just particular i think that's the best way to describe him if she's listening to this, she's probably like that's being nice very particular very like rigid and structured he was a pilot for years he was he served in the air force the navy i mean i know he's a pilot but i don't know if he was then the pilots so. in the navy too anyway yeah. yes I think he was in the Navy. In the Navy. Um, but either way, he was very rigid. And he was v- super, when they built their home. So they lived, when his, when her parents first got married, and I don't know if she was a baby or not, but they lived in like a trailer on the property that they had bought while the house was built. And this home had, I guess he was worried about earthquakes. I mean, we have them in Washington. They're not like, they're like California. Um no, Washington has pretty significant earthquakes, just not as frequently. Yeah. But you guys have big ones. Well, he didn't want the home to be harmed with an earthquake. Mm. And so it's built in such a way where all the wood is like jointed and there are no nails. It's all wood pegs. So it can move. Old fashioned, old school, huh? And all the floors were heated, like the, the basement cement floor. That's a I had luxury. never seen such yeah, such luxury. Um, I loved that house. Her sister actually lives in it now. Her, Wait, is this the geodesic home? No, that's her mom's parents' home. That's where uh-huh. her mom grew up in the geodesic home. We got some uh, interesting people out in Washington, in the suburbs, in the rural communities. Yeah. Anyway, this home was like a dream. Ho- I mean, a dream home to me as a kid. Because first of all, I had stairs. I grew up in a one-story home. We're in a one-story home now too. And I always wanted stairs. We could build you some stairs to nowhere. We have them in the studio. Oh, yes. But I mean. You sound like my papa. I'll build you four, you know, 
Okay, stomp. That's what my family call me. You know what? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go out. I'll build you six steps. You can walk up. You can walk down. Ta-da. Get you a Stairmaster. Because all I wanted was a stairs. I wanted stairs in a home. I thought that was like <gasps> fancy. <laughs> Things you think are fancy. No, you know what's fancy is if um, you're able-bodied, mm-hmm. but you still have one of those uh, chairs that goes up the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> Nana. <laughs> what's that funny... Uh, faux script that was woven into oh, the office Black. yeah it was i forget what it was called but like she's uh, riding up on this uh one of those old people help you up the stair kind of things and i remember andy says something like you know she was supposed to be played by i don't know jennifer aniston but she ended up having to get taken this so we filled that role so she was. Is it one of the girls from the Golden Girls? Was it? It was, but no. But it was like she was like in her eighties, and she was supposed to be like in her thirties. Right. <laughs> it was just funny. Jack Black. He's such a good actor. Hey, Jack so Black's committed. So funny. No, come back. No. And the chair doesn't work. <laughs> I know. And he's like, oh yes. And then she's like, me. She goes back up again. Um. Anyways, uh, Sarah's house was beautiful, and it was two story, and it had a full floor to ceiling window, like a cathedral looking window. That looked into their backyard, which is like all trees, because I grew up rural, um, just like a forest. But it was beautiful that house. Okay, let's switch gears okay. from house talk house into talk. creepy religious stories, huh? Oh, mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about religion lately. You sent me that funny video of that kid on Instagram saying, "What was it? God? What was the song?" I don't know, but he mm-hmm. was he was really jamming. He was rapping. It, it was a rap song, but they turned it into to Jesus lyrics. Like early nineties, which always cracks me up. You know, just trying to reach a broader audience was pretty good. <laughs> but that's not what I'm going to talk. Okay, about what are you going to talk about today? I saw quite possibly one of the strangest stories, and um, not that I felt uncomfortable, but it was really weird. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, in the realm of Catholicism. Okay, um, the sister. Aww. And yeah. all that stuff, right? You always say that, but I think you just make it up every time. Oh, okay. Don't you think? One of us speaks Latin, one doesn't. Neither of us speak Latin. E pluribus Spo- unum, baby. Spoilers. Lorem ipsum, baby. <laughs> Ubi sabubi. Always wear underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, Sister Lancaster <laughs> Miracle. Okay. And this is the title of it. Sister Lancaster Miracle. Okay. There is a nun who passed away four years ago. Okay. She passed away. At, uh, I think, 84 or 80. Anyways, they okay. had to exhume her, um, I guess, in the last month or so. Oh. Uh, they were going to... I don't know why they exhumed why her. I missed exhume that part of the story. body? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't for a crime. I think they were moving her. Oh, okay. So they weren't really... I mean, they were exhuming her, but she was staying in her box. It wasn't like they were taking her body out to, for, like you said, like a to crime. To trot her around like Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> no, but Weekend like- at Bernie's 3 with Sister <laughs> Lancaster. But you know they they for to get more evidence DNA or something like that they have to remove them from the casket. But they were just moving her. Yeah, her I don't know thing. why I missed okay. that. But at some point they took a peek inside of the the um, casket, casket mm-hmm. and lo and behold, Sister Lancaster was uh, preserved. She oh like mummified. Well, she just hadn't aged, and you know you, you would think you would decompose. Um, been four years yeah yeah you'd think you know yeah. but she looked right as rain like looked perfect so that's kind of weird yeah so this person who discovers this uh-huh. uh goes and tells everyone of course oh my goodness oh my god you know we've got a it's a miracle well so i don't think it's a miracle i don't know it's after usually... four days of not eating i look pretty rough so 
you know. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah. but she should have been further along in the the process. Of I'd be interested in the ashes to ashes, dust dust, that sort of thing. You know, that's some of the, okay. I I would be interested more in the environment with which she was buried in because mummification can happen even without actually being wrapped. Yeah, I agree. And also, was she embalmed? But what the um, what happened was the the parishioners or the the people of that mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. the they the called flock, it a, uh, a miracle. They called it a miracle. So now in, they have one. And they had. Why a, would that be a miracle? So they had. I, a, she she's still dead, but she's not decomposed. Yeah, you want to you want to pull off a real trick? Get up and walk around. Right? That's what Jesus said. He was like, yeah, he's like, hey, hold my beer, hold me? my wine, <laughs> hold my water. Oh, it's wine. I forgot. I switched it. <laughs> Trickovich. Uh, yeah. So Sister Lancaster was preserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked great, by the way. I saw a photo of her. She. I mean, she didn't look a day over 87 or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. she was. Um, and she looked great in her habit. You mm-hmm. know, it's a habit. Stunting is a habit, she said, and then went back to and sleep. And she went. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, back in the cows. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Did you see it? No, I didn't, but I heard about it. And I, I'm Miracle a believer. Miracle number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're waiting for three. We're almost. <laughs> uh, Be no. sainted? A sainthood or what is it? I joke about it because it's a mystery, right? And and because I'm uncomfortable. I hope I'm mm-hmm. not making you uncomfortable. No, 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 wait, stay. There's more to the story. <laughs> okay. So Sister Lancaster mm-hmm. um, looked great. And so word spread. And then they put her on display so that everyone from the church could see her. And everyone was lined up. And I guess it, it's a sign of the times that we live in. But, you know, she was trending on TikTok and she was doing pretty good. No, I'm kidding about that part. But she probably was. Someone probably put her online. Uh but the people who are waiting out line, the, the news anchor or mm-hmm. the reporter, sorry, who is on site was asking people questions and got to this one lady and she was just, she was so excited about this miracle about, because she knew Sister Lancaster, you know, being preserved and it's been four years and to see her again and yeah. she looks, you know, exactly the same as when she was alive. That lady just needed something to believe in so badly. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it isn't a miracle, but I lean more towards the scientific, you know, I, Maybe it was the ideal conditions for, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the earth was nice. I don't and, think it was a miracle. Why would it matter? Why would decomposition be the way that God, if, if he exists, would be through that? Exactly. It, it seemed like a pretty loose miracle. Yeah. You know, well, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Pardon the interruption. That was a phone call from the vet's yep. office. And we, you spoke to the tech, the yeah. technician, the, the vet, vet tech. tech. A uh, very nice lady. Who are, what is a vet tech? I don't even know. I don't know. But she was very nice. I think it's, I would assume it's a vet tech is like the physician's assistant. Right. Because they can do, because they're, we're going to take Roxy in tomorrow to check out her, her bungholio and her lips. And she said that she used to work as a kennel, as a kennel tech or kennel person for years while she was finishing her school. And that they rub their little lips raw sometimes when they want out of the kennel, which mm. makes me feel sad for her. But she's been boarded forever and never come back with that. So, and we even played. Like she had extra play. Anyway, so we're going to take her in tomorrow to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know what a vet tech is. Hmm. I'm going to look it up. Well, just to wrap things up with the Sister Lancaster miracle. I if Oh, if yes, you, yes. If you're offended, I, I didn't want you to be offended uh, as listeners. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm genuinely curious uh, where you stand on the miracle, you know, um, front. Are they happening? Was this a miracle? Um, you know, I, I personally think it is not. I think people are just looking for you know, any good news. Um, and if some good news, right? In, Especially in these days. News. Yeah, right? exactly. And look, we have a miracle. You know, we this is the second miracle we've reported on or 
alleged miracle. I mean, they're but all kind of silly. Some aren't silly. What was it? They thought they were out of crackers, but then they found a whole nother box or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I it's love, not silly when you're hungry. I mean, I love good news just as much as the next person, but I think there's plenty of good news out there. Like, I don't know, like that woman who jumped her car off of that. Oh. And she survived. That was interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God. I recently saw this dog walk across the road at someone, like, limping. And then they gave him a piece of bread and he ran off normal. Yeah. Dogs have learned how to uh, yep. fake uh, They bamboozle injuries. you. Yeah. Ha ha. Pulled smart. one over on you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I... Uh, just because I, I feel bad when I talk about religious things. Although everyone, Why do you feel bad? Everybody's different. I know, but um, I don't want... The last thing I want to do is offend people. And usually when we talk about things like this, it's from a genuinely uh, curious... I'm, I'm curious about it, but at the same time, I, I poke a little fun. And most people in the comments are are understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've had that many people who have been upset by... I don't think our community is that kind of... going to be that kind of person. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But be sometimes I'll by... say something off the top of my... The top of my tongue or top of my head, which is top of your head. Top of the morning to you, Katie. <laughs> no, when you're when you can't think of something, it's on the tip of your tongue, and you can't. Think yeah, of not it. the not the tip of your head. No. That's, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking of um, things that like that, you mm-hmm. know, what's the saying? What is the, what, what is it? What's what the saying? Say? Say? Uh, How do you say? Yeah, you were right. Como se dice? No, you were right the first time. I don't know. Como se dice? Yeah, but how do you say it? <laughs> So there's two things that I saw this week, and both of them I, um, I'm guilty of. Guilty! You know, I wish I had a hammer to... What are you guilty of? Um, I saw this. I had to take a screen grab, mm-hmm. and this is from official Conville, Conville underscore Savage on Twitter said... Oh, this is a person's handle. I was like, who is official Conville? <laughs> oh, I, I screen grabbed from uh, yes. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. It took me 21 years to realize it's hard as hail... Not, not hard as hell. I always say hard as hell. I never use that oh, phrase. And when it's I saw hard that, as hell, man. that came up in my feed probably because you liked it and saved it. But I don't ever say that. Do you ever say it's hard as hell? I don't say either of those sayings at all. I don't even know how you'd use them. It's hard as hell, man. You know, that's, that's tough to do. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Well, so I, that one did not resonate with me. Right. Okay. Well, but that I one, hear you. Maybe there's people in the audience that have... Uh, other things where they they realize yeah. oh my goodness i've been saying would that it be wrong. a mondegreen um no because you're using actual words no yeah mondegreen is also actual words yeah because i forget what the definition that because barry green. told us of mondegreens i gotta look it up continue so right. what's the other one the other one is <laughs> this this person wrote i've been here 30 years plus and i just realized mm. it's it's a skater i just heard him there he is he's going by the you see him Fudge you. Why would you land on something like that? Okay, and the other one that mm-hmm. I saw is this person wrote, I've been here 30 plus years and I just realized it's open sesame, not open sesame. Oh, I always said sesame. I always thought it was sesame as well. How do they know this? Are we fact checking these people? No, I don't fact check the internet. I leave it up so to them. So mondegreen is a misunderstood or misinterpreted word or phrase okay, resulted so- from mishearing the lyrics of a song. But I think that is a mondegreen. Yep. So hard as hell or hard, hard as, as hail. hail. And then open says me or open sesame. I always thought it was open sesame. But it makes more sense if you open says me, right? So there you have it. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, though. Open says me. 
I don't think that's right. I think it is open sesame. You think Alibaba and the 40 Thieves? That's what they say. Open sesame? Magical phrase in the story of Alibaba and the 40 Thieves is open sesame. Mm, I'm not buying it. (laughs) Doesn't make sense to me. And it says, is the saying open sesame or open sesame? It's open sesame. Sesame is used by the thieves as a password. Open sesame was said in a cartoon parody of the Alibaba story. Oh, so I I was right. You are. This person's perpetuating lies. That's why you got to look. You got to check your I was your right facts. all along. I don't like to check facts, man. I just like to roll with it. We have a mosquito in here and it's giving me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, it did buzz by my headphones. Mm-hmm. But it went by the microphone and it was so loud that it freaked me out. I oh, jumped. You're like, ha. Well, yeah. a mosquito, you know, when it goes by your ear, you hear it pretty good. Mm-hmm. When it goes by the microphone, you hear it even gooder. Even gooder. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's open sesame to right. retra- make a retraction. What else? Let's see. Let's see. Oh, how old did you say this guy is? Mm-mm. He's a mummy. I don't how do know, you 200 know? years old. 200 years old. Mm, he died when he was 40. So technically he's 40. But he mummified. fell into a peat bog or or such. And uh, all this mummification talk. 2,500 years ago. Wow. Yeah. This guy was in a peat bog. They just discovered him. Wow. His what? name, oddly, is Pete Bogdanovich. And uh, how did the they irony, find him? First of all, how did he die? Was it a murder or did he just... The irony really from the Iron Age mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Pete Bogdanovich fell into a peat bog and was preserved. And he looks amazing. Amazing. Kind of looks like Bruce Willis there. He does a little bit. Yeah. A little Bruce Willis-y. Die Hard, the does original. Bruce, did did we find out if Bruce Willis has Alzheimer's or what's going on? Is it aphasia? I thought it was aphasia, but I thought they said it, he they think it's Alzheimer's or something. I, I think uh, aphasia falls into the Alzheimer's bucket, yeah, if you maybe. will. Um, yeah, he's he, he's in bad shape. That's really sad. It is because you grow How up. How old is he? Like 56? He can't be that old. Possibly early 60s. Yeah, that's really young. Yeah. You know? I grew up with, with Bruce Willis. I know some people think that he's a scoundrel, this and that, but I, his movies oh, always people think resonate. he's a scoundrel? I think in his younger years, he was quite a... Well, I mean, he got super famous and like, you know, was hot to trot. I, I think people can sometimes drink their own Kool-Aid and be dickwads. I heard he was always really nice. Oh, well yeah. then... I knew somebody who had built a custom limousine for Bruce Willis back in the 80s. <laughs> that's such I didn't an know 80s in the thing 80s, to but... say, a custom limousine. Yeah, he had the, the not the Bruce Mobile, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, apparently he was really, really nice and tipped everyone, everyone that he met. Oh. Hey. I don't know if this is true or not, but that's what I heard. And mm-hmm. uh, that's the way I choose to remember Bruce Willis in my mind. I would too. That and, um, you know, the first Die Hard, which he confirmed is not a Christmas movie. So. Oh, really? A lot of people debate whether it's a Christmas movie. Yes, it takes place during Christmas. That's what people, and people, a lot of people watch it during Christmas. A lot Again. of people have um, opinions on that. Yeah. Get a what life. Are, what are your opinions? <laughs> Everybody's got opinions on everything. Did you ever see um, William Shatner on Saturday Night Live? Mm-mm. He, it's one of my Was favorites. It no, this oh. no okay. No, this oh, goes back into the. I believe it's in the eighties, and um, William Shatner is at a Trek, a Star Trek convention, mm-hmm. and uh, he's standing there, and clearly he's just being paid to go to the Star Trek convention. I think he's poking fun at people who. Once we're on a show and then they go to mm. fan jams. But, you know? huh? A lot of people go to fan jams. Yeah. You love it, right? The office fan jams. People go to those all the time. Do they have those? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. I just, I, I love shows and I have certain shows that I really, did you just get bit? No. Oh. 
Um, I have certain shows that I want to watch over and over and I enjoy them, but I still wouldn't go to a fan jam. Yeah, you, I, you know, I'm just not that <laughs> into stuff. But yep. um, William Shatner on Silent Live, he's mm -hmm. standing at a podium and it's a room full of Trekkies. And so the Trekkies are- Oh, you've told me about this. You yeah. know, guests of- And this is his SNL skit? Yes. Okay. So you picture the, the cast from the 80s mm -hmm. of Star Trek. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all wearing their- their 1960s uh, Star Trek <laughs> Nanu Nanu, you know, uh, outfits, and they've got their tricorders and their phasers, and just a room full of nerds, you know. <laughs> uh, they're asking dumb questions of William Shatner, and they're like, uh, "Is it true in episode uh, three?" As if he's going to remember that uh, the triples were actually, you know, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct," you know, but he's clearly not into it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then someone asks him a question and he's just had enough you know like he finally snaps he's like you look at you i mean <laughs> do you ever look in the mirror how about you and he points to john lovitz and he's like kind of schlubby and uh -huh. you know john lovitz plays one of those characters and, and he says uh, have you ever kissed a woman <laughs> you know <laughs> like how old are you and i think he, was, he says he's 30. Mm -hmm. I just butchered that joke. But anyways, you get the point, you know. You did kind of butcher because you told it way better other times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell a bad joke. No, you don't. That, that one you've told maybe too that, many times. That one fell flat. Oh, well. That's anyway. okay. How did we get on that subject? I have no idea. Okay. Also, in, in the news, not really in the news, in our news, we went to Houston last weekend for the long weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend. And we did what? We made friends. No. We, we already made friends. But yeah, our friends had... A crawfish boil. Oh, my goodness. Did you forget what happened? No, I was. Oh, I, was, I looked to you and you're like, me. I'm trying not to speak over you. Oh, that's fine. So it's like a game of double Dutch. I wait to jump in. But yes, the we were invited to go to a crawfish boil for Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And I, first of all, I don't have many friends, clearly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little difficult to be around. So no, you're not. You just don't put effort into it. I so. put a lot of effort into it. But okay. it's hard up in these streets to meet friends. So Okay. Anyways, uh, we were invited to go to Houston to a crawfish boil, and boy, oh boy, was it fun. Mm -hmm. it, it was great. Jason did a good job. Fantastic. Jason and Allison had us over to their house, and he cooked 60 pounds of crawfish. It was, um, you know how Tim the Toolman Taylor goes over the top, mm -hmm. right? Any of you out there familiar with the show? What was that show? Tool, uh, tool Time. No, that wasn't the name of the show, though. Oh, that was his TV show. Family Matters? It. No. No. Um, did I do that? That's Family Matters. Yeah. I'll figure out what it is. Continue. Tim the Toolman Taylor with that kid that you had a crush on. Oh, yeah. JTT. Everyone had a crush on him, right? Mm -hmm. Every girl back in the day when you were that age. Hmm. Home improvement. Home improvement where yeah. he goes over the top with everything. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of fun to be around someone who's enthusiastic. Yep. Uh, or not apathetic. Yeah. Because sometimes I, I can be accused of being apathetic. Oh. <gasps> You never. Yeah. Play it cool, man. Play it cool. So anyway. Well, did he ever go over the top? We showed up and um, in the backyard, I'll put a, a little photo of it up here. Ooh. There was a giant cooler, bigger than my cooler. And I was like, dang, that's a nice cooler. But he was ready for the crawfish. They had, the, this isn't his first boil. No, this wasn't his first rodeo at all. He had a cooler with, uh, they call them uh, mud bugs. Mm -hmm. They look that's like what they call crawfish. tiny lobsters. To a T, they look like tiny lobsters. Mm -hmm. And there there were so many of them. and uh, Tons of them. And you have to get them, I guess, the day of, and you have to like change the water out and rinse them like every so often to get some of the mud 
out. Yes. And it's like a process. I know nothing I about. I didn't know that. Yeah, Allison told me. Oh. And that's why they had trouble finding them because it's late in the season. This will probably be like their last boil. And so they had to go to a bunch of different HEBs and a bunch of different stores till they found them. Um, but they didn't want to get them earlier because it's like a pro- you have to like get up and do And so you only want to be doing that for a few hours before you cook them. Um, 60 pounds. It was huge. It was crazy, you guys. It was so delicious. Oh, man. They, so they put... Potatoes. It's, it's a... a, a, a a lobster pot with mm-hmm. a strainer inside mm-hmm. um, and in that there's uh, oranges lemons uh garlic like whole giant elephant uh mm-hmm. cloves of garlic cut in half yep uh on the bias is that what uh-huh. it is yep thrown into the pot i mean everything is in this potatoes pot. Corn, sausages corn brussels um, sprouts mushrooms, mushrooms brussels sprouts they get all that going in the boil. And all Vincent, this juicy stuff. Vin was like, oh, we should put cauliflower because that would really absorb it too. And I was like, yes. He always is a man with a plan. So Jason and Allison had set up this beautiful thing for the boil. And then Vincent, who's all like, he's a chef and he runs a bunch of different restaurants. His girlfriend and our friend Meredith do not eat seafood. So he came ready to make them ramen. And he had all the, it was kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, what is he making now? Because he always shows up to make something. He's always got a plan. It always comes with like boxes of like ingredients and you're like, what's this going to become? Like when we had our uh, uh, Friendsgiving yeah, and he, we, it was chicken and potatoes and he had those sweet potato empanada type things. Those were good. You guys, it's crazy. If you can make friends with a professional chef, not just because they are chefs, because you, you know, want to make sure they're nice people too. Yes. He's, he's got both. He's a nice person. And we really like him. Yeah. What it, uh Cultivare mm-hmm. is the name Cultivare of the... is one of his restaurants. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. We went the there. Garden. We went to like seven places the first night we got to Houston. Yeah. And we stayed out till three in the morning. Houston is a fun town. It's like mm-hmm. everyone is out doing things. Yeah, there's tons of restaurants and tons of things to do. Mm-hmm. Way more than Austin. Yeah. But just different cities, different. So the crawfish boil goes off without a hitch. But that's a lot of crawfish, man. Yeah, I had... you peeled more for him because he wants to, okay... At some restaurants, they offer crawfish things. And one of Jason's dreams is to recreate this crawfish omelet that I guess he had from whenever ago. And he never takes the time to like peel the ones that aren't eaten and remove the meat to do that. Because it's like a process. But this time he was like, I'm bound. We ate 40 pounds of crawfish, which left us with 20 pounds of crawfish. Now... That's a lot. It's of not crawfish. forty pounds of meat, right? So no, because the head is most of it, and you 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 grab onto the the butt of it and head, and you twist the tail. Yeah, the tail. Yeah, and then you suck the head, and you put that aside. If its claw is, we're we're savages. We're just ripping apart little, but they're bugs, right? They're bugs, they're, mud, they're bugs. mud bugs. Uh, but it's a lobster, right? A mini lobster, like a like like this, micro lobster. Well, like this big. Yeah, but or that big. But sometimes their claws are big enough that you get a little piece. I didn't get any. It's did not you? me neither, and it's not really worth the work for the amount of meat that you. If get I had out a cracker, I would have. I know. I feel like maybe next time we should bring our own crackers. That's a professional. You bring your own tools to a barbecue. Um, my favorite, to be truthful, I love the crawfish, but I also love the potatoes. Oh, they're amazing because they don't soak up all the flavor just they're on just the outside. Just enough. Yeah. Because sometimes they can get really salty. And like Jason joked, he's like, if anybody has a physical coming up where they're going to draw blood, I, re- I recommend you reschedule. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like, why is why is your sodium so high in your cholesterol? But they did it a Vietnamese style. So it had yes. citrus flavor on top of the mm-hmm. all the spices. Lots it of was lemon. just, it was amazing. And 
you know, so you, mm-hmm. we ate 40 pounds of it. There was what, 20 people there? Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. And Jason has been playing around with ice cream lately. He got an ice cream maker. Yeah. But he made bay leaf ice cream. It oh, was delicious. That was amazing. And then we had a cake because it was Vincent's birthday the day before. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I brought beer from my beer club. Yes. And, and it that went was over a hit. really, really well. And that feels good, you know, when you bring it around professionals because Jason is a uh, wine distributor. Uh, and he also did, for a period of time, work in the seltzer and beer game. Oh, too. did he? Mm-hmm. So high compliments and they went through it all i think um we there was eight like bottles, eight bottles yeah. 750 milliliter bottles and mm-hmm. uh they were done so i was Yay. like that's a you know compliments to the chef but going back to the crawfish there was about 20 pounds left right mm-hmm. and this is after it had four the plates are giant and you're you're just God, yeah you know. you're but turfing the shells each tail only has like an ounce in it, you know, maybe two ounces. Right? Yeah, they're little. It's like this much. Yeah, an amuse-bouche. Yeah, it's like a pinky finger worth. Yes. There like half go. a pinky finger. Um, and But, you know, we get to the end and and he's like, hey, if anyone could help out, I'm going to try and shell. Because he wanted to have it. the. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah, shell like that. It. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to have the meat from the leftover ones and there's like 20 pounds. I'm like, that's a ton to shell. Yeah. And he's working on it. And so I just got it. It was fun because we're he just did sitting quite around. A few. Yeah, you're just drinking beers and talking. Yeah. So and I once your hands are dirty, they're dirty. Four plates of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Adam, I think, did the same thing. My fingers got, like the skin got all like beat up. Well, it was between the salt yeah, and, the, and the hard shells. But we, uh, we, we got a big mountain of meat out of it. Mm-hmm. And w- when I asked him what he was going to do with it, he, I didn't hear about the, the eggs. Oh, the omelet. But I did hear of something called étouffée. Mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, some other thing um, that he was going to do with it. Oh, okay, I'm going to look it up. I don't yeah. know. But it sounds amazing. And, I think it was yeah. like a, not a pie, but some sort of like baked. Um, Spicy Cajun stew, stew with vegetables and seafood. Oh, yeah. Etouffee. There we go. That's uh, So Cajun. Mm-hmm. And they, oh my goodness. Cajun had... and Creole cuisine typically served with shellfish over rice. Oh, kind of like a jambalaya, but with seafood. You know what I mean? I think jambalaya has... Uh, some some fish in it too, doesn't it? I don't know. It's anyway, sausage. From Southwest Louisiana. Okay. Oh, I was like, yes. Yep. And he was describing some other things that he was going to do with right it. That's right up your alley. Yes. And they also had this peasant's sausage. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name. It was another Acadian thing. Yeah, but it was very good. Oh my goodness. I was just in seventh heaven. And one time I took half of that giant thing of garlic mm-hmm. and I just, I smeared it all over my face. I was like, ah, 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 ah. It <laughs> no, was I so like good. squeezed it out. Yeah. And then just tried to mix it around into stuff. Because there was also clarified butter that they put and then would shake it up with all of the stuff before you'd... Then you took your scooper and put it into your plate. It's kind mm-hmm. of an interesting, like, thing. It was just like a family of people that know each other really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fun. We're you know, lucky to, to be brought into the wolf pack. Yeah, it was cool. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a barbecue. I haven't been to a barbecue in years and years and years. Really? Yeah. Years and years and years? When was the last time? Maybe at Joe's place? Oh, no, I was at last year joe's barbecue but yeah just not a not a backyard barbecue the yes. kind of people and it felt good it felt like hey you know what covid's over and fa- man and our friends giving they were remember because Vinny was uh oh yeah frying guess. the stuff outside and we put the christmas tree on the fire <laughs> i guess there there was that party too but mm-hmm. in general you yeah. know there we don't do it that often no and so it felt amazing it was amazing yeah it's we a had, pretty drive too yeah we don't mind going to houston it's not too far it's not yeah, it's really nice. I mm. wish it wasn't as swampy, and then we would have lived there. Mm. 
The air quality in Houston is terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm quite concerned about, you know, yeah. I don't want to live where the air is bad. Yeah. I don't want to live in poison. If you can avoid it. And apparently. Yeah, we can't Houston avoid it. Houston is like, yeah, well, I think it's because of the refineries and then naturally the air also, just sits yeah, there. It sits because of the way. And also, I mean, we lived in bad air for a long, well, not that Santa Monica was terrible, but LA in general and Palm Springs, like it's really bad. So we've already done that to ourselves. If you can, living on the coast is, mm-hmm. is preferable, right? But So instead we moved inland Texas. Yeah. <laughs> not bad air quality here either. Although no. I suspect that the weathermen here mm-hmm. are formerly weathermen from Southern California because they're never right. No, it's because it's Texas. Mm. They always say it's going to rain within the next hour. And then I wait and wait and it doesn't rain. No rain. And then the other day they said it was going to be sunny. So I took Roxy out for a walk and we got rained on like crazy. And I was like, those fucking guys. It's Texas. It changes. What's the old saying? If you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. I don't know. It's a new saying to me. Oh, everybody says that here. But Stevie Ray Vaughan, I didn't understand Texas flood. Mm. The name of his first album, I think. Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea what he's talking about. I was like, okay. And uh, you come here and you're like, oh, mm. when it rains, it it's like rains. God is crying. The well, sky opens up and just. Because I'm from Washington State, arguably the capital of rain. And my Aunt Roxanne and my mom, when they came out right after we'd moved here, we moved in May. They were out in July, remember? Mm-hmm. And they would stand on our back porch because there's like an, an eve or an awning. I guess an eve. And I think an awning would be fabric and yeah, eve right? would be solid. And it's an eve. I don't know. Anyway, so they stood just out our back door and just watched the rain. And that's how you know you have good rain. If you can impress Washingtonians. Right. Because they have like. It's also warm out, which is really weird for us. We don't. In Washington, it's cold rain. Is it? It's never hot and raining. Never. Mm. Here, it's hot and raining all the time. It'd be like 85 and like torrential downpour. And that is interesting. The first time I ever experienced that was in um, Costa Rica. I remember we walk into school because I was there during the rainy season and and even in Sedona for our anniversary or for our honeymoon, remember? Hot rain is cool. That monsoon season. It's fascinating because in California and Washington state, and I'd assume in Montreal also, when it rains, it's cold. Like, I don't think it's ever been hot and rain. Maybe it's like 50. It's not, it doesn't have to be freezing. Obviously that's snow, but you know, <laughs> what? You like my weather? <laughs> no, it's just funny. Um, Washingtonians and precipitation. You know, you've got like a, a zillion words for rain. Well, it's like the Eskimos. They have like a hundred words for snow. Inuit. I think oh. Eskimo is maybe. Uh, did you know that it's a derogatory term? I believe I'd heard that a long time ago, but I don't know. I think it means um, raw meat eater, and I didn't know that until. Well, I had a friend. I had one friend. My end of my study is one who was part Inuit, mm-hmm. and she called herself an Eskimo. Oh. But I don't know. Again, that's just one person. Yeah, I mean... And I didn't know any other... Because if you guys don't know, Washington State is filled with a ton of Native Americans in general. Tons of different types of people. A lot of Cherokees, and there's another one I'm forgetting. But anyways... um, Cherokee in Washington? Southern Washington, yeah. Oh. And then North... I'd have to pull it up. It's going to bother me. Yeah, all the Snohomish and Sammamish. Yeah, the Chinooks. I think it's the Chinooks. Hmm. Anyway, uh uh-huh. So, uh, but I don't know if... If it is derogatory. If, it, if they think of it that way. I don't know either. But the ones in Canada that uh, live, the native, uh, the uh, peoples of Canada that live up north, oh. uh, Inuits. And I knew quite a few in high school and they were great. Some of the, the most interesting people. I was partially right, partially wrong. Okay. So no, it's not 
So the Walla Walla people, Walla Walla, that's all the way east and south in the bottom corner of Washington's Walla Walla, Washington. It's where the best onions come from. Walla Walla, bing bang, man. The Clickitat. Uh-huh. I didn't know Clickitat. We have Clickitat, Washington's like a town. The Chinookin. That's a cool name. Clickitat. Mm-hmm. Chinookin. I said Chinook. Okay. Chinookin, which I assume the Chinook people. The Cayuse or Cayuse, C-A-Y-U-S-E. Duwamish. The indigenous people of the Northwest Plateau, I guess they're maybe just such a mishmash. The Nez Pierce, I remember learning about that. And that's Pierce Nose, right? I don't know what that means. Pierce Nose. Nez Pierce? Oh. Pierce Nose? Is oh, I don't know. It's oh. not, it's P-E-R-C-E and N-E-Z. Hmm. I don't really know enough about that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. The Shoalwater Bay Tribe, the Squaw... Squahin, S-Q-U-A-X-I-N, island tribe. The Spokane people, didn't know Spokane has its own. The Tulalip, I know, I know those, and the Yakima. Hmm. So there were there aren't any Cherokee. I thought it was in the south, but it's not. Maybe it's Oregon. I think Cherokee is uh, central in the country. Is it? Yeah. I thought I, it went all the way out to, you know, like Nevada and all over in there too. But I, I could know. be wrong. I, I'd have to look. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about it, but I've always been fascinated by Native American uh, cultures. I mean, it's uh, it's the story of where we lived, you know. Mm -hmm. So I I find it fascinating, and I I do like that. uh, Not that things are are better necessarily. uh, Oh, Oklahoma primarily. Cherokees are in Oklahoma, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee. Cherokee lived in the areas of the southeastern United States. That's where they were from. Yeah, and then they were rounded up and. But there were three Cherokee Oklahoma. tribes, right? Yeah. For the the big. Uh, Isn't that why there's like the, not the Path of Tears? What do they call it? Like yeah, yeah. they they made they, they marched them, them really off their lands and uh, gave them. I don't know if it was all of Oklahoma. I think it's a portion of it. And but like they, shittier lands. Completely shitty lands and not very good for farming. I don't think and. Uh, very sad what happened it is and they promised now i'm going to get this wrong of course but they were promised all sorts of things to leave get. their lands and still to this day they don't have it and one of them i believe was voting rights in uh congress yeah they a should seat, have voting rights, don't a they have seat. Voting rights? Oh, no a but seat. as a as a nation mm-hmm. um so like every state has representatives yeah right? they should have their own representative they were supposed to and then you know the government uh, fucking liars did a little surprise surprise the government lies to you hmm interesting okay well we can okay. get off this topic because yep pit of despair you know should we get into letters we certainly can uh hmm hmm oh two things uh yes. one minnesota has approved uh yeah, marijuana legalize the marijuana yeah uh cannabis marijuana i think is a uh a derogatory term, but uh, a derogatory marijuana gets offended when you call it marijuana. No, I think it's like a slang term. Yeah, we call it the Mary Jane. The Mary Jane. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Minnesota has uh, so, so cannabis, cannabinoids. Yeah, they they have approved it, which good. You know, um, let you know them let them roll with it. You know what I'd like to? Okay, so I agree. Let them roll with it. Texas needs to get on board because it feels really weird. Because you smell you smell it everywhere, and you know everybody's smoking weed, but it's not legal here. But one thing I find interesting. Yes. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can write into otdmpod at gmail.com if you have thoughts. Every generation has a different term that they have heard used to speak of our cannabinoid friends. Mm. Now, you use different terms than I grew up here. The reefer. You don't say reefer. 
If if you were gonna say ask someone if they had some like my mom calls it grass. Do you have a lid of grass, my brother? My yeah. mom would say grass, which I thought was funny. Do you have a lid of grass? Is that what people say? No, I, these are like narc terms. I think from the seventies, you know. But my mom, you know, arguably the seventies, right. her time. Then for me, it was always weed. Oh, but you, I don't know what I call it. You've said it before, and I'm forgetting what it is. The and hoots? every you got, no. you got the hoots. No, but you. You've, I don't know, just different terms. I can't think of what it is. I think just pot would be, you know. Yeah, but it's just funny. I feel like each generation kind of has their own terms that they use for it because that was in popular culture at the time. Right. Usually popularized by the musicians, I would assume. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what did the musicians call it? Yeah. And then you spread that information around. Yeah. I think mine came from probably the Beastie Boys. Or, I don't know. I don't know if they. Yeah. You've said hash before, but that was to describe hash. It's a different that, thing. That's a product, right? Yeah, it's a different thing. I don't know. Anyway. I'm not too hip on these things, uh, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I only know what I get from pop culture, like mm -hmm. in a movie, you know? A doobie. Yeah, you have said doobie. A doobie. But I don't think in you said doobie it's... doobie-doo. Doobie-doobie-doo. Um, anyway, I find that really funny that there's different terms depending on maybe even the area that you grew up in. It could be more to do with the fact... Molta. Chiba-chiba. I don't even know. Uh, but anyway, if you have thoughts, or what did you call it when you were growing up? What did you what hear? What do you call it now? Yeah, what do you call it now? I don't know. Yeah, what do kids call it now? I don't know. It's illegal here, so I don't, I don't, homie, don't play. You know. Yeah, I mean, we don't, but it's not like we. Even in California, it's not like we. I just didn't have the time for it. Yeah, I didn't either. But I don't judge. I have no judgments around it. No, I. In fact, I like that people. Yeah, and take the edge off with something like that instead of you know. I mean, arguably, it's safer than alcohol. But I don't know about long-term effects. I have to look at some research. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. Congratulations, so. Minnesota. Go get them. Go get those tax dollars. Get that uh, grass. I am fascinated. One other thing that I've been seeing in the news. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> why? Okay, so I'm going to back it up mm -hmm. before I say why. Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. Theranos. A liar. Uh, yeah, right. Words. What comes to mind? Let's play word association. <laughs> okay. Elizabeth Holmes. Cheater, right. liar, thief, thief. Uh -huh. Right. Okay. So possible sociopath. Total nutter. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been reading articles about eyes. her. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> She's weird, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that turtleneck, the weird voice that she puts on. I know. And then complete belief in her fraudulent. And I don't know how story. she ever, because she's married now and is having like her child, or she had her child. Well, she's off to jail. Good. But I bet you. They let that lady slide and she gets out way sooner. She's it's like 11 Martha years. Stewart or whatever. Yeah. They say yeah. 11 years, minimum security. I would suspect that if I did something like this, mm -hmm. defraud people of yeah. hundreds of millions. I say billions of dollars. I would be in jail for longer than 11 years. Well, that's even like, there. I've been seeing around the internet, and maybe you've seen this too. The Martha Stewart, the fact that she even had to go to prison, they're like, lock up all of our politicians then because they all engage in insider trading. Right. And why do we lock up her? And not, we don't lock up any of our own. She wasn't connected. I know those fuckers. But you think Martha Stewart would be connected. I mean, she's connected to Swimsuit, uh, Sports Illustrated. She, she's on the cover. I know. It's so strange. Uh, she looks pretty good. I mean, I don't I really mean, care. I don't subscribe to Sports Illustrated because it doesn't, it's not necessary. But I don't really care who's on the cover. I just think it's bizarre to pivot so much from what it was. Right. But does anybody buy anymore? I don't think anybody cares. No, maybe they're just trying for shock value. Maybe. Because when's the last time you heard of who was on the cover of Sports Illustrated? I don't know. I'm just uh, a little never. disappointed in her because she's doing Hustler next month. And I'm just like. <laughs> Playboy. Yeah. Good for her. Do it. <laughs> um, but no, I I think that all our politicians should be locked up for insider trading since Martha Stewart had to do it. Right. I agree. I agree. 
But but Theranos should be locked up. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, she's a thief. There's mm-hmm. something weird, and tell me that I'm I'm tell me I'm wrong. Okay. But I suspect there's something bigger to the story with this lady. If you don't know who she is, she uh, founded a company called Theranos, and it was a blood testing mm-hmm. service. And she had hired a bunch of people, like it was like a quote unquote legitimate thing. But she made it up. The the service that she was describing. Now I I'm not a scientist, but it'd be like a miracle. And it would be amazing. And people are like, wow, we could do this. It's essentially like you prick your finger in a little bit of blood and they can run everything. Is that what it was? I think this is loosely. Let me look it up. What, what was going on. But We've had tech- members of our community who worked at Theranos. Really? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. But they had to sign like all sorts of things. Turns out it was all lies. Mm-hmm. Um, the technology did not exist. Whatever it was that she was selling. Was the company simple. claimed that it had devised blood tests that required very small amounts of blood that could be performed rapidly and accurately, all using compact automated devices, which the company had developed. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't. What they did was they developed a little box and it didn't do anything. Um, so she was convicted of wire fraud and conspiracy and sentenced to 11 and one quarter years or 135 months in prison. Should be more for what she did. Yep. She lied. And anyways, so that's not the point of what I'm trying to get at. What I find fascinating about this lady. Oh, and the company president, Sonny Balwani. They were both. That was her, uh, her boyfriend at the time. Right. And then she tried, they tried to spin it and say it was him and not her. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So. I started noticing a lot of articles mm-hmm. that were trying, not trying, but they were painting her in a favorable light. Weird. The first sort of articles were like, oh, it wasn't her, it was him. And then there was uh, a couple of articles that were like, she's uh, she's actually a really nice person. And Who now cares that if she's-, she's nice, she's a liar. She defrauded people. Exactly. So, but these are like articles that I was seeing and I'm gonna make it up, That's like Vanity Fair, New York Times. Um, and then I saw another one that was like, um, uh, woman, they, they interviewed people in the prison where she's going why? and like, exactly why it's weird, right? Why yeah. would you write an article about, so the, the article is, I can't wait to make friends with her. And I, I thought this is weird. Why are they painting? Are we that obsessed with this lady well, that we're pre- trying to paint her in a, in a positive light? Because then I saw another article that was, uh, she's put this life behind her and now she's a mother of two and she's totally different and she's done this complete makeover she no longer looks that's because she's severe. a sociopath exactly she's and put on i'm sorry but having children doesn't change who you are completely i know it changes like your focus and you now have something i'm sure it changes you in some ways but like to pretend that she she already had one kid when this was happening anyway oh, okay. so like shut the fuck up yeah, it's it's strange. So they they seem to be uh, trying to, and I don't know. Maybe she has a lot of money, which she shouldn't. She should have to give it all back. She in should reparations. be completely broke. Yeah. Um, I wonder if her husband's still like with OJ. her. Wouldn't you divorce someone? If- he he lost his civil trial, and he owes mm-hmm. the uh, the Goldman family, and yet he's still. I think he's in. Well, I guess Florida has a homestead act, but God, she couldn't be creepier. That's in her uh, her her Theranos phase mm-hmm. when she's wearing the black turtleneck. Yeah, she's 30. So she's my age, 39. That was her in 2014. Hmm. She has two kids. She's incarcerated. Says criminal status. I think she had to give herself up a couple of days ago. But- oh, so she was with Sonny Balwani until 2016. And then Billy Evans is her husband now. I don't know why he wouldn't divorce her, but okay. But if you're listening to this, keep, keep an mm-hmm. eye on this story because 
One, I think she's going to get out early. Mm -hmm. Two, that I think she's going to marry Sam Bankman Friedman or whatever his name is. <laughs> and this, they're going to create a super criminal of a kid. I don't know. I don't but know. that's another con artist, right? And how is it that he, is he still out and he's he's on house arrest? He's not in jail, right? Who? Sam Friedman Bankman or... I don't know who that is. The kid who was the boy wonder. He was the, the pyramid scheme with... Um, Digital currency, cryptocurrency. Oh, the guy from yeah, the, the kid that was the like Bahamas. partying in the Bahamas, and no, was he's giving away all this money to the. He's out on bail because his parents put up their home as yeah collateral. But they're politically connected, yeah. and he, he had, he, he's wearing a monitor. He's supposed to be or whatever. Right, and then he was complaining about not being able to use the internet. Mm -hmm. But it's it's odd that people. I guess you know, money walks, bullshit talks. No, hmm. bullshit walks, money talks. Yeah, money talks, bullshit walks. That's the same. That's the same. And if you have money, I guess you can uh, skirt the system. Um, I just, I find it rather interesting. So watch out for Elizabeth Holmes and how they paint her going down mm. the road. Because I, I suspect that she's going to get out early and she'll have her own TV show or something, you know? Oh, so she did not have a kid before all of this. She gave birth to their son in July of 2021. Mm. And in October 2022, she's pregnant with their second child they it does seem pretty quick not to judge anybody but you get pregnant right away they accused her of conceiving the second child according to a court filing as a strategy to delay her start for her prison term to like wait till she'd have the baby but i they, wouldn't want to delay prison i just get it over with i'd right? go i wouldn't be yeah i don't know what a strategy that is she sounds real creepy and if you read about her she's even creepier it, it's like i don't trust her at all and like the lies are just like endless yeah Can <sighs> okay we have probably time for one letter because we keep talking about stuff i'm sorry well, i'll guys. probably cut out some of what we talked about you know okay let's jump right in we have a letter from ben ben he's our correspondent of radio space space future and technology and, yes technology. possibly elon musk mm -hmm. and it is entitled on the super heavy starship launch <laughs> interesting that i mentioned that he may be elon I musk and... says hey katie and sean fun fact google knows when i write you that i seem to always start with the same words isn't it funny how it'll guess predictive text yeah it's predictive freaks me out how Is do you know get out of my head recently it seems like it's gotten even more predictive maybe they've upgraded their system yeah because as a part be of their like, like their version of chat gpt which is called bard bard yeah because it used to be like two words or three words mm -hmm. like hi and you know something, yeah or something. to whom it may concern like start something off but now it seems to have like almost a full sentence mm -hmm. it's oh, funny man. so it always it always starts this thing sentient or what probably say be very nice to it okay on episode 153 you talked about spacex's plan to test super heavy slash starship formerly known as bfr the big fucking rocket. Big fucking rocket. I hope you're able to see it. And I'm sure by the time this is out, we will already know how your experience was there. I was not able to, but I was really tempted to make the 17-hour drive from my home down there. The problem is I had to be home the next day and I couldn't afford to waste a few days down there if it didn't, oh, if it didn't launch the first day. And it turns out it was a wise decision. Yeah, because it wasn't the third day it actually went or something. Yeah, you go on the third. Go on the third. Um, but the weather has to be right. And the first day, it wasn't. The so, window wasn't open, mm -hmm. which is interesting. They call yeah. it the window. It has to be like the perfect. God's window. Oh. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So it was a wise decision then. 
the test was a partial success. It wasn't expected that it would work the first time. This test was really to collect data. Still, it did some pretty extensive damage to the launch pad and will likely take months to repair. I expect expect that this will set the program back a few months, but I also expect a launch around the end of the year with a rocket far more likely to make it. That's what I heard. We got to do a tour of SpaceX, and I think it's fucking cool. Not this time, but uh, no, but before, like previously, mm-hmm. yeah. Our neighbor has uh, a bunch of Tesla stock, and she got to tour the Tesla facility. That's cool. She I said that see place was one. huge. She was like, I felt like because she was there for like three hours, and she's like, and we only saw like a portion because there. First of all, some of it's dangerous, like hard hat area, but she's like, it's ginormous, and they're building onto it. Crazy. Okay, Ben goes on. What I think is interesting about that Tesla plant, though. Mm-hmm. Hear me out, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I'm hearing you. I'm not uh, poking fun at it or anything, but so it's a massive company mm-hmm. built around electric cars, mm-hmm. and they have solar panels, you know, in inside their portfolio of products. Yeah, Solar but City. No, what's it called? Anyway, something like this. Um, and they want you to get on battery technology, right? Mm-hmm. But they have a subplant, a power mm-hmm. station, right next door to them. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of people piling coal into it, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, they're not. Sure no, but lying, no. where does that electricity come from? That they're getting, you know, uh, that that goes to their substation to to feed their factory. So I would think that with a building, it's the largest uh, factory, or um, yeah, I think largest. It's factory over by in the our world. airport here in Austin. So yeah. you drive by it on the toll road as you head to the airport. I guess the sustainable technologies aren't there yet to produce enough electricity to keep that building going. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. It's All good questions. Yeah. Sorry. I just find that interesting. They have a power station to mm-hmm. feed, the, like, just for that factory. That's how big it is. They have well, their yeah, own power station. I mean, arguably, it is large enough to be, like, two universities. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's massive. And I do find them a little wasteful. Mm-hmm. I am going to be honest. Because if you're not just generating electricity, you know, from mm-hmm. the sky, from the, the uh, solar energy, let's say, uh, and then storing it in your batteries. If you're pulling off the grid, I would expect you, just like when I was growing up, my dad would walk around the house and turn the lights off, which I now do. I know. I'm, I'm always turning the lights off. I'm like, save a little bit of power, I right? will walk out of a room to put something away and come back and he's already turned the light off. And so I turn it right back on. Efficiency, baby. That's not efficient at all. <laughs> if I were, here's what I would do, because mm-hmm. that place is so big. Mm-hmm. If I worked at Tesla, Tesla, some people pronounce it with like a Z. That's like you saying Acura. Acura? It's Acura. Acura. That's how I would say it. Hey, Ferrari. No, Papa Acura. Uh (laughs) You remember that commercial? No. It was a great one. Uh, So, but someone needs to walk around the factory and turn the lights off. The lights are on all the time. I think because they're working mm -mm, 24-7, dudes. mm -mm. There's nobody in there. And they have light. How do you know? I thought they worked 24-7. No, but like some of the the empty areas, you can see there's Mm -hmm. nothing inside of it. Sean is looking through their windows. And then they have these giant uh, construction lights Mm -hmm. that are facing towards the highway and i said to myself well what are you lighting up the highway for like, what 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 are those lights doing you're making a lot of assumptions for someone who doesn't know much about what they're doing what i would do though is i'd turn <laughs> the lights off until someone said can we have the lights on and then mm. i'd turn it on but i put on a timer you know oh, oh like our old laundry room yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would just technology. crank that baby around would you yeah you would leave the lights on for longer than needed of course i would always try and like i'd go like one minute and then I'd rush, and then it would sometimes just leave me in the dark. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, I am afraid of also, the dark. Also, why don't you use motion sensors, Tesla, Tesla, you know, 
Someone walks <laughs> in the room, someone leaves the room, the lights go off. How old are you? What's happening? You've turned into like some weird miserly old man. <laughs> it's just, oh my God, the, they're using the so much electricity. Oh, they're oh, using really? so much electricity. Uh, don't tell me it's LED and, well, we're not using that much because they're of LED. All is the super things efficient. to be upset about in our world right now. This is what you're choosing. This is your hill to die on. No, I'm not dying on it. Mm. I just find it interesting. Mm. Hopefully, AKA people at home. frustrating. Yeah, well. Irritating. Yeah. Sean okay. wants to go turn all their lights off. I'm sorry, Ben. Go on. <laughs> Okay, if you so are Elon Musk, just take that to heart that maybe we can If the lights optimize. start going off, we'll figure it out. Okay. There will be a lot of testing done before humans are on board. Good to know. The first flight with humans on board will actually be Jared Isaacman, who previously flew to space as part of the first private space mission to orbit. The mission you mentioned, Dear Moon, will go around the moon, but I don't expect that it'll happen for at least three years. But that's pretty crazy that we're going to do stuff like that, like in three years. I'll try to make the next Starship launch. And if you're also around, perhaps we could have an impromptu ODDM meetup. That'd be crazy. That would be awesome. Totally up to you. But what if we showed up mm-hmm. and we were looking for Ben and Elon walked up and he was like, ha ha, tis I. And then he was like, you want to go on the rocket? And we we're like, yeah, let's go on we're the rocket. Like, and then we became best friends. Oh, and we fly up around the moon. And then amazing. Elon Musk pulls his mask off. And it's really Ben. Amazing. You know? It was like a. It's like Scooby-Doo. Right. No, he's really Mr. Whatever. Winkler. Okay. Yeah. Um, a side note. Yeah. When you read my roommate story about two twins, Sean happened to call one of the roommates Dave. That was actually his name. That one Get stayed. Get out of here. That one stayed. He's like, just thought I would share. <laughs> Thanks for all you do. It's weird how that happens sometimes. I believe I have uh, some sort of gift like that. It's yeah. not a very strong superpower, mm-hmm. but I believe sometimes I, I pull things out, you know, out of the, out of air. But... You know, when you flip a coin, half the time it's right. So, you know, but da- I mean, to pick a, a name. name. Yeah. yeah, there's a that's lot a, of names out there. That's a good magic trick, isn't that it? Is a good, you did a really good magic trick. Okay, last thing we have is we have a voice memo from Jules. Hey. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Hi, yeah, Sean, Katie, and Roxy. Hi, It's Jules here. Or as the locals say, hi, yeah. I thought I would share a fun rhyme that I've written for OTDM mm. and the lyrics I've shared in another message. And you'll hear more of the Northern accent. I love it. Opinions that don't matter make a hell of a lot of chatter. But please do share what's the matter. See, problems much like onions, you got to peel them away layer by layer. Some need a bit of care and maybe prayer. We can be sage or naysayer, though one thing's for sure. We're gifted by fire that may rage or inspire. Which one am I, you may wonder. Just be curious in words, deeds, and insight. Mm-hmm. There you'll find fire's path of might, leaving golden shimmer our forever light. You see, opinions don't matter when love fills all in teasing tea and laughter. I hope you enjoyed this little lyrical meander from up northern yonder. I love it. I love like it. That one. And also, if you've got a problem and you're stranded on an island, what three things would each of you take as your essential items mm. um just a little challenge for you guys okay then have a great week bye ya. bye, bye ya. <laughs> i love it so good to hear uh, your that voice. was excellent yeah i know oh, so good so talented jules to... um so three items that we would bring i'd have to bring oh for sure my chapstick <laughs> um I mean, I could get, I could be really reasonable. Like, what are we a, trapped on the island at the same time? I'm gonna assume so. Okay, but 
I could be responsible and be like, oh, like a desalinator, you know, but let's not be that way. Remember how Dwight is? A <laughs> desalinator. Ah, just a desal plant. Well, you know, you got to have things that like, you know, one of those straws that desalinates or whatever, and like a, a blanket to keep you warm, like one of those. A you generator. Know, you know, you think of things. An airplane to get the but, fuck out of there. Right. But let's not be boring like that. <laughs> right. Let's think of like random things that you would want. Right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, you have to. I would say chapstick. Eggs. Eggs. You should get. You should. You should rework that one with the chickens. Oh yeah, the chicken did come before the egg. Well, and then we can have dinner too. But they, you have to have more chickens. <sighs> okay, chickens, yeah. chapstick, and I just don't. I'd have to have slippers and socks. I know that's a double that's whammy. Four. Well, then slippers. I don't like things stuck to my feet. Right on that island, there'd probably be lots of things to your fit. Actually, no, my pillow. I, I scratch that. No slippers, coop pillow. Okay, so we have chapstick, mm-hmm. chickens, a pillow, and a pillow, and chickens. And hey, if your stuffing runs out, you can take the chicken feathers and, and see double. It's a triple. The right. chickens can be used in so many ways. Right, right. It's a very versatile animal. Right. Well, now that I know what your three are, mm-hmm. what would yours be? See, that's if if two of you are going to be stranded on the island, you find out what the other person's packing. And then you don't have to pack those items. So okay. I, I appreciate, will you share your chapstick? Always. Okay, cool. Hope we're not stranded there that long. I go, <laughs> you know me, I eat the chapstick practically. Um, Swiss Army knife. Because mm. that's like getting, bring like a spork. You mm-hmm, know, you get mm-hmm. two items in one. Yes, agreed. So, but the Swiss Army knife is vastly better than the spork. Maybe matches. But then again, we're getting to, that's too reasonable. We're like Dwight in the office when he's like, It'd be a book. I'd hollow it out and I'd fill it. He's like, no, what books would you bring on <laughs> He's like, I have an ax in there and matches and. Right. I'm like, shut up. I would bring music. Mm. How are you going to play that music though? Are you going to bring like a phone? Well, no, because then you could call someone and you get off the island. That's too but, practical. But mm-hmm. if, if I, you know, if, if, if we were stranded on the island because the, the plane went down, there's mm-hmm. some floatsome or jetsam or whatever the stuff okay. is that floats, it's yep. broken mm-hmm. and it washes ashore and you're praying with all your might it's a radio dear jesus please please make sure that that's a chicken in there you know mm-hmm. um and it comes ashore and you open up the chest and inside the chest is i don't know if you get a radio signal on it it's stranded probably out. not you need the professor and marianne and ginger to make a coconut telephone or whatever you know? <laughs> i won't have those skills mm-hmm. so it's got to be something like tools basic tools so i'm praying for a swiss army knife okay i'm praying for some sort of music player okay and it has ACDC like, on it? Like a old tape player. Yeah, that, that'd work. Um, it has one cassette. Yeah, it would be definitely ACDC. Um, it's a mixtape. Every morning I wake up and listen to, it's a long way to the top. If you, mm. you, know. you know how sick we'd be of that song? Not me. You uh, say that, give yourself like two weeks of only that song. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be just one song, you'd have the whole album, you know? Maybe, if it's not too oh, much. Okay, so that's it. third thing. So music, Swiss Army knife, and beer, a boat, you know, an inflatable boat. No, beer would be nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe but, an inflatable. Oh, I don't bed. like warm beer. Inflatable bed would be yeah. nice, and we could split it. Maybe an ice maker. Oh, that would be wonderful. But we, but we have no electricity. No electricity. See, it's a tough thing to think of. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe hand sanitizer. Some comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a book would be nice. A book would be nice. Yeah. Otherwise, you get really bored. Just to keep your mind going. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's so stagnant. Well, we, we already know each other's stories, all of our stories. Our podcasting equipment so that we could connect with all of you. <gasps> yes. 
We're coming to you live from the stranded. But we'd have to put our uh, our MP3 or what are those things called? SD card. Mm, We'd have yeah. to put that into a, a, a bottle. And send it in the ocean. Yeah. And pray it doesn't get Message wet. Message in a bottle. It'd probably get completely destroyed. Yeah. But you never know. Maybe it was uh, discovered, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's so old school to put a piece of paper in a bottle. Because what's that? What if the water gets in? Then the message is ruined. You Veronica and I did that. We wrote letters and put them in these bottles and threw them in, which is almost just like littering. It's pretty much littering. But we Last. were like, wouldn't it be funny if it washed up randomly later? It would be. It was off of Maui if you found a letter from Veronica or Katie. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say in it? I don't even remember. Oh, okay. 18 or 19 year old me was putting messages in bottles. Dear Hawaiian boy, <laughs> my name is Katie. <laughs> No, I think it was just like... <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, I think I, we might have left our email addresses or something. Oh. Let us know if you find this. All right. Well, listen, thanks for listening to... Listen. Thanks for listening. Listen, listen. Listen, 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 listen. Slippy, slappy. Hey, thank you for listening and watching. Have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in to another episode <laughs> of The Things That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. And Over what are we going to talk about today? Over and so out. It's a loop. It's a loop. <laughs> we, if you're a, getting this message, we're stranded on an island right now, and we're really sick of what's in the ACDC. Thanks. Send, we're so sick of eggs and send chicken. more chickens. <laughs> this I could really and feel. maybe some salt and pepper. Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah. Um, maybe a loaf of white bread and some lettuce. Yeah, some peanut some butter. Cheese. Peanut butter keep better. Mayonnaise. No, don't send mayonnaise because I could go bad. When mayonnaise goes bad. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.